Alright, hey, what's up guys? We are back. We are live. I did it again. <laughs> you always do that. I feel like you've done that every single episode. Well, we are back and we are live! <laughs> I mean, the inclination hey. is we're in the moment. We're live. Do you live yeah. in the moment, Paul? I try to. Okay. Anyway, right. we're already off the tracks. Three seconds in. Oh, uh, but we are living off the land. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for checking in uh, and uh, giving us a listen. Uh, please, uh, well, obviously you're listening on one of our uh, uh, outlets, but please listen to us on SoundCloud. Please listen to us on iTunes. Uh, just search Living Off the Land in the search bar, and we will pop up with the uh, cool uh, microphone logo with the Cleveland skyline yeah. in the mic. Uh, mm-hmm. Done by our very good friend and coworker Jonathan Botero. Shout out, John. Shout out to John. Thank you, John. But, uh, yeah, so thanks for uh, tuning in uh, again this week. Um, it is a beautiful, warm Thursday evening in Parma, Ohio. We are in the loft. Um, please follow, follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Living Off the Land Pod. And on Twitter, we are at LOTL Podcast 216. So you can interact with us. Um, We'll be posting polls and uh, um, suggestion pieces. Uh, we want to hear from you guys, places to suggest to us to go check out and review on uh, each episode. And uh, we always love your input and uh, love hearing from you guys. So please check us out there. Um, before we get into the episode and everything, uh, how's everybody's week? It's been so great. It's been going well. Boy, dude, the sarcasm is just dripping <laughs> off of your body. Earlier, well, he's not sweating. He's just dripping sarcasm. He's dripping sarcasm. No, earlier Jordan was exuding honesty. Now he's just, for the sake of the cast, putting on a facade. Here's yeah. the thing. I've been cross-training at my work the whole time. This uh, The whole time. What am I saying? The whole week. And I don't like it. Um, the job is great. I love my job. Well, you're doing something this week that's not your job. Right. And it's really tedious. It's order processing, extremely tedious. It's good though. It's it's been a good learning experience. Um, so yeah, that's been. It's just thrown me off. That's all. You know, when you try something yeah. new, it's can, just it's just like a different experience. I can definitely you. tell walking in when we got together uh, to record tonight that it's just like my. Head. There was either something on your mind yeah, it's, or it's just something like, that you're just you're, yeah you're just. It's just off. my head is just. It's not like it's bad work. It's just my head is just maybe, spinning. It's maybe you'll so end up being goofy tonight, like I was last week. <laughs> maybe you can work on your Mexican accent. <laughs> oh, you can work on your Italian accent. Oh, I don't. I don't think I've ever claimed to have an Italian accent. Well, I didn't claim to have a Mexican one, but I just. But you learned away <laughs> last week. Talking about, talking about chicharrones. Chicharrones. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Paul, how's your week? Oh, week's been pretty solid. I mean, like Jordan, also going through a similar transition, at least briefly. Um, but I will say tomorrow will be highlighted by donuts, and I know where they're coming Ooh. from. Ooh, where do, where are they coming from, Paul? Bum bum bum. Is they're... it Duncan? Is it? Oh heck, no! They're coming from Spud Nuts. Okay, yeah, I, I would have guessed that because I, I I know. Well, because you know, well you know who's getting the donuts, yeah. and you know where she lives. Yes. Well, I don't know where she lives. I just or like that's area. creepy. Uh, like area. Like, all right, I just know where she goes and gets donuts because she's brought them in before. Okay, well I figured that in discussion she would have been like, I live right there in Berea, so not 
like her house. No, no. We, we good. We good. We're not creeps here on Living Off the Land. <laughs> oh, man. Yeesh. Wow. But yeah, it's yeah. going to be good. Tomorrow's Friday. Um, we're going to wrap up a lot of the stuff we've been learning. Uh, we're going to get donuts. And guess what I'm doing tomorrow? Oh, we'll talk about this later. I'm going to be going to the Astros Indian series. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's fun. Mm -hmm. yeah. It will be fun. I will not be going to any Astros Indians games with you because <laughs> I don't want to fight you. We'd we like probably would friends. All right, fellas. Um, we have an important announcement to make. So, as you know, a part of what we do here at Living Off the Land is we do uh, music. Music. Oh, my word. I am so off today. We do food. <laughs> we don't do music reviews. We do food. This is unedited and uncut, by the way. Yeah, this is the uncut version. In case you can't tell. Director's cut. Yeah. Raw. Oh, that's what All we right. host. Restart that whole process. We do food and drink reviews and restaurant reviews. You know, you name it. We do it here uh, in Cleveland to give you guys a good perspective of all, of all kinds of fun places to go to. Um, so we're going to just formalize it a tiny bit. Um, or I should say organize it, not formalize it. We're going to organize it. <laughs> so we're going to start with a new review format where each week we review a pizza place, a brewery, and a patio place. The fun thing about the patio Ooh. place... <laughs> summer. It's finally summer, so we can finally do this. So the fun thing about the patio place, guys, and, and Paul, I want you to throw your two cents in about what makes a good patio is patios can be anything. It can be a brewery. It can be uh, like a diner. It could be just a bar. It's all. It can be so many different things. So, Paul, what are your thoughts on patios? Do you like them? Yes? No? I think, all right, unless you're an absolute recluse, which there are going to be some people who... Don't read. insult the recluses <laughs> that listen to the show. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> You've never heard that. Oh, okay. We try to learn a new word each week. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, or even for myself, with my ivory Irish skin, I like going outside. <laughs> I turn into a lobster if I'm out too long, but um, no, I lobster. love being outside. So I really think it's hard-pressed to find someone who doesn't necessarily like being outside. And honestly, that's, that's exactly what a patio is. You're outside. So, I mean, as far as elements that you look for, I mean, honestly, the most important thing is that you're comfortable. Okay. You know, and that can mean a number of things. That can mean the, you know, the style of seating. Some people don't mind metal chairs. Some people want maybe some kind of like wicker furniture with cushions. Cushion. <laughs> or something like that. Some people don't mind being out directly in the sun. Some people would prefer to have a little bit of coverage, like with an umbrella yeah. or maybe yeah. an awning. Some people want to be by the water. Some people want to be surrounded by, you know, trees and, you know, maybe like a little more nature or something like that. So there's so many things that, you know... Playing to effect when it comes to a patio. Some people want it to be in the middle of like a bustling area. Like they right, want a lot of right. activity. Yeah. Some people want to be isolated. So honestly, like one I mean, of those suburban restaurants. Yeah, you know, it's kind of out there, out and away. So, you know, there's so many things that play into a patio. Everyone has their reasons why they like a patio. Um, people tend to gravitate towards some people. Like for me, there's a number of reasons why I like a patio. The number one, though, honestly, is to like being outside. Yeah. So I think what you're saying is the patio part's gonna be real fun because it's gonna kinda of be a free for all. It's gonna be one day it could be a brewery, one day it could be a pizza place, the next the next week it could be like a family owned restaurant or something. It is know? a lot of fun because patios yeah. don't have a bias. True. If someone wants a patio, they're gonna put out a patio. Right. It could be an ice cream shop, it can be a bar. That's actually a good point, ice cream. You know, it can be a deli, it can be whatever you want. Right. You so. know. I'm 
smoothie bar. It's so you're, you you're gonna listeners are gonna find a little bit of something for them for everyone. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're gonna try to. That'll be fine right. for all of us to. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah. To seek out new patios, but also you know maybe try a couple regular spots we've been yeah. to. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing better than a good patio bar in the summer. A nice patio. Uh, some porching. Some chilling. Yeah. What do we call a it? Patio in. Summer shandy-ish type beer. Yeah. I mean, just like let's face summer it. Shandy. Who doesn't love a house with a porch? Who doesn't love a yeah. you know restaurant right. or something with a patio? Oh, absolutely. So. Oh, hey. Corona with a nice limon. I think it's lime. Lime? It's a lime. Mexican Dan has come out. But no, so yeah, Jordan, that's me. That's a good. It's going to be fun. Pizza, brewery, patios. Get ready. Every week we're going to have one of the three. Coming at you. What am I saying? Again, what am I saying? Well, please, yeah, hit us up and let us know. I know we've already like posted about pizza places and stuff like people gave us some great uh responses about that um but yeah let us know what your favorite like patio bar patio restaurant patio just place to hang out at um in the summertime i know everybody has a favorite and we also want to touch on some that maybe you guys haven't been to and can check out this summer yeah broaden your horizons if you will (laughs) exactly on patios yeah yeah big big, uh, huge important topic yeah, but yeah, no. but uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Paul, do you have anything to add? Oh, as far as, as, as far as patios, no. But just as far as broadening horizons, so Ooh, okay. I think a great way that we broaden horizons is by exploring language. Language. And okay. All right. Diversity and stuff. No, bear, and the making up of words. <laughs> so bear with me. And for those of you who can't see, which is all of you, I'm using my hands. Yeah, he's he very Italian does. right now. He usually it's, does. I, I'm very like white Anglo-Saxon. Irish, Polish, Irish. but I talk with my hands a lot. Um, so no, all right. So there's a history segment. There is. So I just, I just, I just want to touch on something real quick that is near and dear to, I believe, us Midwesterners. You know, the, the longer you, the longer you live, and the more you see of the world, you come to understand that even within the United States, that there are just certain ways things are said in certain areas, or even just certain people. So uh, let's face it. Uh, a long-time staple in this country when it comes to uh, our economy and just living and food is, you know, dairy products, okay? And and namely one that, that, you know, most things stem from, and that would be... Cheese. Or milk. (laughs) So now here's the thing. You just made up a word. No, it's it's a real word. No, all right, so now here's the thing, though. How's it spelled? So my... Milk. M I L K. M I E. I'm sorry. M E L K. M I L K. Milk. M I L K. M I L K. Milk. So, okay. un- unlike okay. my compadres here who love to over enunciate the I and give it this. Didn't realize that we were supposed to mispronounce it. Give it this really on. fancy, bougie twist. <laughs> We're literally saying the letter how it's yeah, actually it's pronounced the English M-I-L-K. language. Just walking no. in, just imagine walking up to your grandma and be like, Grandma, can I get a plate of cookies and some milk? Yeah, that's how I've I did I've never it heard my... somebody pronounce the letter I as an E. So, hey, Grandma, can I get some milk? Sure. Can I get some milk? Milk. Can I get milk. some milk? Milk. 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 M-I-L-K. Milk. <laughs> milk. It's like that episode of Family Guy when... Uh, Brian tries to get or, uh, Stewie to say. Uh, yeah, cool. Brian tries to get Stewie to say "cool whip" and he says "cool whip." Whip. He's, he he enunciates the H before the W. Oh yes, some people do that. Yeah, well, whatever. Paul's probably one of those people. And some people like say, say milk and some people say milk. 
Okay. <laughs> you know what? Uh, unlike unlike you guys who who grew up closer to civilization, I was. I was <laughs> right actually, actually, you know what? He was closer to the cows. So yeah, if anything, maybe like, he's oh. right. But I I know how to read, so I know how to say it correctly. <laughs> did you ever think that the cows, when they told, when they apparently talked to you, did you ever think that? Did you ever think they maybe tried to trick you? He's a creature to, of the cows. Hey, he's a children of the cow. Hey, hey I never, oh. I never tipped no cow. So no cow here. ever steered me wrong. Oh, oh here we go. God, here, here we go. go. Okay. Here's Captain Cheese. The Cheese Man. <laughs> Captain Cheesy. Are you, are you gonna? <laughs> hey, next thing you know, you're gonna say cheese is pronounced chuz or something. <laughs> chies. Chies. I'll have some chies, please. Chies. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, so oh, um, wow. just just so that you're aware. All right, well we're writing a poll on this, right? No, I already I already posted a poll for yeah, this. I already voted. What, what, okay, I guess I'll I will. Vote I will vote too. as soon right, as I'm done posting something else. Oh, wow. He's just Help me out, people. I'm well, you're down, you're down to you're nothing already. Did you? Because I haven't voted yet. Yeah, did, you, did you post it on Twitter too, or just Facebook? Uh, I, think oh, just, I just have it on Facebook. Right, you can you can do Twitter. Yeah, I'm I'm he's Twitter literate. Yeah, I'm good at Twitter. I'm Twitter. He's Twitter literate. Twitter literate. Oh, I'm gonna stop trying to make up a word for it. Oh, I, I swear to you guys, we're not drunk. I promise. No, yeah, no, no. It's no. this is just well, well. Paul did down a Henry's uh, orange soda pretty what did, fast. Wait, what did you call it? You call it a sodi? It's a, it, he said sodi pop. Yeah, <laughs> a sodi. All right. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, let us know what you think of that. Also, we have another thing that we need to talk about that somebody brought up today. And dun, 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 that dun, dun, dun. literally pisses me off every time dun, I see dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. Who has been to like an Indians game or a Cavs game, and say they're you know they're playing a team, and you've seen a person at that game who is not wearing a an Indians jersey or a Cavs jersey or a Browns jersey, nor are they wearing the jersey of the team that they're playing at that game. It's, yeah, so it's just like a ran- like okay. It's the most like, ridiculous like, thing I've ever seen. You'll see like a rando in like a Marlins yeah, jersey, you, and you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you just want attention at that point. Yeah, I, I've you never know people are gonna that. heckle you. Oh yeah, it's like it's like literally like going to a Brown Steelers game, and then next year's like a yeah. Miami Dolphins fan with like a Marino jersey. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Like, what? Uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was it was two years ago. I didn't go to any Browns. No, I did go to a Browns game last year. But anyway, two years ago, I went to the Browns-Cowboys game where the Cowboys Ugh. just shellacked the Browns. Uh, um, sorry, I'm Shut up, Hannah. I know. Whatever. <laughs> but I, I saw a person in an Aaron Rodgers Packers jersey there. Oh, what? The worst. Why? All right. In all, I mean, all fairness, I'm, I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers. No, but, I, I am too. I'm, but, but I'm not at a Packers game. No, no, it's not. It, yeah, no, it's just no, it no. That yeah. It, beside the point, uh, how many <laughs> freaking losers I saw wearing Cowboys jerseys. Uh, the but worst. at least for them, their team well, was yeah, playing their team's in the playing, game. Exactly. It's like when I was at a Tribe game. It was Tribe versus Athletics, and there's a dude in a Mariners jersey, or how just about screaming at these Athletics players, and it was really funny. But it was yeah. also like. What is yeah. going on here? Didn't we see some uh, guys at the game we went to uh, for my birthday? Didn't we see some people? Oh there? yeah, we. Saw, I'm pretty what... sure we saw a Red Sox jersey or two. Yeah, something which just like makes that. No it's sense because it was because it was just Jay's... asking for attention, and it's absolutely. Right. And you're at, honestly, you're asking for a punch in the face too. <laughs> and after enough, I might be one to oblige. <laughs> uh, yeah, buddy. Roll try, baby. Oh boy, look at that. We They're also got the Indians game uh, going because. Um, 
mine and Paul's favorite baseball team is playing against Jordan's favorite baseball team. The Astros! So this is really the only acceptable time to bring up mm -hmm. any sort of Houston sports. Right. Or And you know, here we are. Um, <laughs> so yeah. about those tribes. About those tribe? Yeah, look, I mean, those tribe? The, that tribe? This the tribe, tribe? Then tribe? The tribe. The tribe. Yeah, or, the, or as Paul would probably pronounce it, thy tribe. <laughs> thy tribe. Because he doesn't tribe. know how to pronounce I's and E's it, be, correctly. Be, so, he's like dyslexic with I's and E's. Go Treb. <laughs> Treb. Oh yeah, do you pronounce it Treb? Trebby. Trebe. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, let's get into... Uh, the Indians, and we're also going to talk Astros, so Jordan's jumping with joy, uh, because they are playing this I, weekend. I, uh, it's Memorial Day weekend, so it's a huge, huge four-game series down at the old ball yard, Progressive Field. Um, Unfortunately, I'm here recording instead of being at the game. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I'll be at the Unfortunately, game. Unfortunately. <laughs> aren't you going to, like, the other I three am. games? Uh, no, I'm going to Friday and Saturday. Oh, okay. So. Ugh. Oh, only so, two. Only Jeez. two games. Such is, such is life. Yeah. The sacrifices Wait. that we make. Oh. But I mean, um, so, you know, this brings up a good topic. We haven't talked about the tribe in a while. Like, yeah, we haven't. So, you know, it's a fourth of the way in the season. Um, yeah, we're a little over fourth. Um, yeah, yeah. I think they're 24 and 23 going into tonight's game. So, so that's a little, I'll, you know, that, but that's not abnormal for the Indians to kind of start off a little slow. I feel like that's kind of been. Yeah. But nonetheless, they're still in first place. So what do you make of the season so far? Well, I mean, I think we talked about it before the season started. The 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 AL Central is absolutely awful. Yeah. Like the Indians could take the whole first half of the season to figure everything out and probably still be in first place and then cruise. So even though they're 500 right now, uh, they are. Did we just score again? No, they're just playing replays. Oh, okay. my bad. Sorry. Two nothing tribe. Um. So even even though uh, the Indians are struggling right now, um, a lot of it can be attributed to their bullpen and their inconsistent hitting. Um, they're twenty four and twenty three, but they're still in control of the Central Division. So I, you know, unless the Indians just get a huge uh, long line of injuries, um, I think they could probably sleepwalk to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the issue is. Once they're in the playoffs. Once they're in the playoffs. <laughs> so it's not like they can just take this team the way they're playing in the playoffs and expect to do any damage. But uh, it, it, it's encouraging, and, and I think we we also talked about it um, with the offense. As the weather gets better, the offense is going to start to pick it up. Right. And two guys in particular that we've seen a drastic jump in production has been uh, Lindor and Ramirez. Right, right. They're um, finally going back to their... Yeah, know, they're, you know, their, their, their... what people always say is like when you have... Usually, you if a guy starts out slow, if he's a veteran, you have a longer leash on him because you know he has a track record, and eventually he's going to get to usually around the numbers that he usually produces. Um, so with guys like Lindor and Ramirez, who after the first couple weeks of the season were batting like 150, you know it's a little bit worrisome, but eventually you know that they're going to get hot, and lo and behold, the weather gets a little bit nicer at least, and they're both now hitting 300. Ramirez is like tied for the American League lead in home runs. Ramirez or Ramirez is tied for the like American League lead in home runs, and Lindor is like right behind him. Right. Um, so and and they're carrying the offense right now, uh, along with Michael Brantley, who's just been Brantley's just been a hitting he's machine. Mr. Consistent. I mean, he's batting like, 340. He's, yeah, he's crazy. He's um, such a so that so that's and, and you know guys like Encarnacion. Um, okay. 
Really? You don't, you don't Champ. agree with me? Champ has an opinion about this. Um, so, yeah, guys like Encarnacion, you know, are going to get hot. Uh, I think he's still batting around 200 or whatever. Yeah. But, um, he gets you know, walked at, a lot, though, I think. Yeah, the, so and he that, still hits a lot of home runs. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm I not think, really concerned. And, and we have a note of this, and I think one of the worst... Uh, one of the worst problems we've had this year has been the bullpen. I can think of a few games oh where gosh. they had the lead going deep in the game and they yeah. just blow it. Like, and it's unfortunate to see that because that used to be kind of one of their strengths, but now it's not one yeah. of their strengths. So it's, yeah, it's unreal. So what do you make of that? Obviously, the Shaw trade and, and stuff like that has. Or, wait, well, wait, Shaw, was he a free agent? He was a free agent. Free agent. Losing Shaw. Yeah. Well, you know, what, do you think that's the main thing they need to uh, they need to focus on this year, or what, it, what do we what do we? Well, losing Shaw here? obviously hurt because uh, the biggest the biggest issue that they're having is once a starter goes out, getting the ball to the closer. So getting the ball to Andrew Miller and Cody Allen to yeah. shut the door. So if say our, our starting pitcher goes five six innings, gives up a couple runs, whatever, but he leaves with the lead, you know that that seventh sixth seventh eighth. You know, inning has been so troublesome for the Indians, where they've blown so many leads. Like even within like the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. they've probably blown four or five games. And if you think about it, let's say they don't blow those games, that's five more wins and five less right. losses. Right. So right. instead of twenty four and twenty three, they're twenty eight and nineteen. They're right up there at the top of the American League, right. like like with the Astros, with the Yankees, the Yan- with Red stupid Sox. Yankees. Yeah. But so like that—that's the margin of error. That's the difference. Is just the the bullpen been struggling. Uh, the starting pitching has been the best in the American League. Mm-hmm. Um, four of their uh, five starters have an ERA of like three point three or lower. Um, Tomlin's gotten messed around, but uh, they took him out of the starting rotation now. Well, I think after the Astros, right? The Astros ERA is ridiculous. It's two point three nine right now. Yeah, so they're one, two. Well, they're like they're, they're, they're right there. Right they're right there, there yeah, at the yeah. top. Yeah, one and two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just the bullpen. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's just guys that they have getting better. I don't know if that means they go out and make a trade for somebody at the trade deadline. I don't know. Yeah. Losing Brian Shaw hurt more than I think more than the casual fans would right, like to admit. Right. <laughs> like the pure baseball fanatics, like understand like, what he appreciated did. how good Brian Shaw right. was. Right. Like the casual fans just saw him give up a home run and blow a game once a month and just thought right. that he sucked. Right. But he was truly an innings eater. Like he was our seventh inning guy. Um, and we lost him, and that's where we're struggling. I think one thing that's been po- a huge positive for the Indians is uh, Alonso, the addition of Alonso, because a lot of people kind of were worried. Um, re- correct me if I'm wrong, but he kind of replaced Santana. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people were worried about that. Yeah. And I think. Nah, he's given them nothing to worry about anymore. So. No, I mean he he's another guy who's he's not going to hit for average. Um, he's right. batting around two twenty right now, right. but he's got nine ten home runs. Right. He's on pace to hit thirty home runs. So if you get that and he hits two twenty two thirty, right, you're good with that. Exactly, I mean, for sure. So let's talk briefly about uh, what to expect from this Astros Indians series. Uh, as you know, right now the Tribe are off yeah. to a hot start. They're up two nothing right now against Morton. Morton's the starting pitcher for the Astros. Yeah, I and, guess just uh, uh, you know you're the resident uh, Houston fan, Astro yeah. fan. Talk 
Talk to us a little bit about the Astros. So the team. Astros, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, obviously, we know the Astros are a good team. They won the World Series champs right now. They essentially won the World Series by just scoring an absurd amount of runs because they gave up an absurd amount of runs. Yeah. Um, if anyone watched the Astros in the playoffs last year, you just could be kind of shaking your head, like, how, how did this happen exactly? I mean, but anyways, they just have an, they had an amazing lineup and they all got hot at the right time. They also have really good pitching, though. Uh, as I mentioned right now, the uh, SB Nation just put out a report. They didn't just put out a report, but they have an article that I'm reading where Astros team ERA is 2.39 right now, which is absurd. That's In the last five games, they've given up 10 runs. Yeah, that's 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 absurd. You're going to win like, a lot they, of baseball games. Th- these that. are crazy numbers. And the crazy part about this is the bats aren't even that hot right now. Yeah. The Astros are kind of struggling from from as far as their hitting goes. Altuve's having a weird, you know, a slump, but they're starting to pick up. You know, they, you know, you, you, Springer's going to always give up, put out his his best. He's always going to get a couple of singles, maybe a home run every so often, you know. And so overall, the Astros have everything it takes to repeat. They have everything it takes to be the dominant team. And as and their record and and so far, they've kind of shown that they are the, one of the dominant teams and one of the teams to beat. You know, they're, the addition of Garrett Cole has been awesome. I mean, the guy's just pitching the lights out right now. Justin Verlander's having a career year again. Um, Keiko, strangely enough, our ace is not uh, having the greatest year. He has the highest ERA of the starting pitchers, which is crazy. Yeah. But well, I think it, once you brought in Verlander, I think he kind of he kind of he's kind of almost exactly Verlander is actually taking that place. So, but so I think kind of kind of what you're saying, and and correct me if I'm wrong, is the Indians and Astros have at least right now. We're not talking about last year. They have right. a lot of similarities in their team right now. It's just correct. the Astros aren't blowing leads at the end of games. Right. The Astros. Uh, Ken Ken uh, Ken Giles, who's who was infamous in the playoffs for screwing up so many games, almost cost them everything. He has been six for six since he blew the game against the Yankees a couple weeks ago. So he's he's having a phenomenal few weeks. Um, and just overall, the closers are doing the job. So it, it's going to be a fun series. I think the game I'm going to tomorrow night's Abe, our friend, made mention it's Keiko versus um, Kluber. So that's, oh, yeah. that's going to be fun. Uh, I would expect on paper that's going to be a low-scoring game, but you never know. Yeah, like, um, I mean, like you said, Keuchel's, Keuchel's been the one struggling this year. So Keuchel's struggling, know. and you just never know with the Houston Bats. So uh, it's going to be a fun series, and I think it's a, it's, a, it's a sampling of what you could see in the playoffs. Yeah, because it's, it's it very, could be a preview. Yeah, I mean, it could possible. be a preview of, I, I would say it's probably an ALCS preview. Yeah. Uh, just because I think both, te- both teams are probably going to win their divisions. Correct. Um, so, I mean, I guess they could play in the Divisional Series, but I think it's more of an ALCS series to see who goes right. to the World Series. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. It could be a potential playoff matchup. Um, we'll see what happens. i I got to be honest, I, I don't know what to expect from the Indians right now just because their bullpen is just it's, they're really struggling. So, um, I, I, I don't know. But, but either way, go to the games this weekend. It's going to be a fun yeah, series. Yeah, the weather's going to be incredible. You get to see the world champs uh, against the Tribe, and it's going to be a fun, great weather. Yeah, uh, we, tickets are still available. Go. Go to the game. We, Have it, a good not, time. Probably not this weekend, but like the three of us need to go to we the do. We need to, Just we need, like yeah, the three yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. No, no other friends, be, nothing else. Just like just us three. No, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to going yeah, to another yeah, Indians game, especially in a smaller group. 
Yeah, because yeah. yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. A lot of big not, not, eight, not eighteen people at my birthday, like which was fun. Oh, but it was fun, but it's, it's a little chaotic. Yeah, it's really yeah, a little it's more, a little more intimate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like, and that that's another thing. What we you know we want to do is to go to uh, sporting events like that and to be able to profile like everything that goes yeah. on with the experience at the game. Well, one thing not I just would... not just breaking down like okay, who's got the advantage here, is it right. like with the teams, but. You know, going to uh, the game where well, we the, sit, well, and what's the experience like? Yeah, I, where I, we sit, what what they have available right. to get for drinks, the food options, uh, which all that Progressive stuff. Field is one the of the prices. Top. It's yeah. one of the top. It's yeah. one of the top as far as options, and one of the top as far yeah, as they do, uh, prices go. They do a great job of incorporating um, like local right. uh, food vendors, local food and local drinks. So it's always a fun time. Definitely, you got to go. I mean, it's and you'll I'll be there tomorrow night. You'll see me with my orange Astros shirt. It's obnoxious. Ugh. Super, super obvious that I'm not. <laughs> it is obnoxious. Uh, and I'll be there Sunday as well. So, um, but yeah. So, you know, I, I think I think if I to summarize this, I think it looks like the Indians need to really fix the closer situation. Um, well, no, I think I, I, I or think no, the, maybe I, not. I think maybe. the closer situation is fine. I think you're just, talking about maybe the relief. Pitching, like right? the the link between the starting pitcher okay, and the closer, the starting pitcher, the guys in between, like the matchup guys. Relief, and everything. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just curious. This might help transition a little bit. I've been kind of tuning out for this whole thing, but yeah. So if I'm touching on something that's already been touched upon, feel free to just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Paul's been Paul's been uh, typing away on our uh, Facebook page. Yes, I, I need to get these polls out there. I need to, I need you people to support me on this. Uh, so anyway, so when it comes to the Indians and the AL Central, do you feel like it's a, I would say kind of, actually maybe not entirely a similar situation, but would you say if the Indians do make it to the, stay at the top of the AL Central and win the AL Central, do you say it's more of the talent that they have or the lack of talent for the other teams below Kind of Ooh. like what you might be able to say, what people will say for like the Cavs yeah. when it comes to um, <clears throat> yeah the East. Yeah, when it comes to the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Well, mm. that's interesting. I think uh, the lack of talent in the division is helping them right now because it's keeping them atop the division. Um, the Indians are also going through a pretty rough schedule stretch the last couple weeks. Um, they just uh, were in Chicago the last couple days and uh, were able to take two in a row from the Cubs. Um, which is cool. Hopefully that'll get them on a nice little roll. Um, but uh, moving forward, I think in June, I think we have a lot of divisional games coming up. So I think the Indians can kind of maybe put some some space in between them and the rest of the division uh, coming up. So, uh, yeah, I, no, I, I, I agree with that for sure. I think that um, I think once we hit July... If you look historically, uh, Terry Francona managed teams are always much better in the second half. Mm. So, yeah, they're not playing particularly consistent and well right now, but I think once they get, get their stride, uh, they're just going to leave the rest of the division in their dust. So, um, But, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that to a point. Mm. But, uh, yeah, uh, you mentioned the Cavs. Oh, boy. Ooh. Oh. That's a fascinating subject. It's Me a, and Dan had some, a touchy some That was fun last night, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Great. What a fun game to watch. I went to... Uh, Noble Beast last night, uh, brewing downtown on uh, Lakeside, Lakeside and uh, East Thirteenth mm-hmm. um, to to watch the game. It's kind of been our spot for the uh, Cavs uh, playoff games. I love that place. 
I love Noble Beach. I Everything still haven't it. been there. Dude. Which is just mind-boggling because I've, I've, I know I'd love the place. Yeah. Oh, you would. I know where it is. I've driven past next it. Time, next time we go to like an Indians game on the weekend, like after the game, we'll just or Maybe I should go there tomorrow. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good time. Um, but yeah, the g- <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> what, do we even have to talk about this? I really don't. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about it. Uh, we're going to talk about it. All right. Here's the thing. I just want to make something very clear because I've been getting a lot of crap from fellow Clevelanders because apparently I'm insulting the Cavs. Can we talk about your, yeah, let's talk about no, you drinking I, a bunch of haterade. I do. Well, here's the thing. The last, everyone, uh, one thing that Cavs fans do that drives you crazy is they're like, going into this year, oh, we're going we're to go to the finals, no problem. Okay, this team is so, it pales in comparison to the teams of the last three years. And I think most people understand that, and I get that. Um... So when I say, when I'm criticizing the Cavs, and I know I switched, I originally said it was going to be Philly Cavs in the final, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, and I didn't, I said something like I didn't know who'd win. I probably thought the Cavs would edge out. Since then, I've switched my prediction, as we've all done a couple times. I don't think the Cavs are going to make it to the finals. Well, um, I just want to tell you, I mean, you're not really going out on a limb. They only have to lose one more game to not go. Right. I already said this earlier. Yeah. Though, but yeah. And I just want to touch on this real quick. So... I do echo that sentiment. That is actually something that has bugged mm-hmm. me for the past, this is what, the fourth straight year where it's like, you know, Eastern Conference yeah. Finals, that kind of thing. If if they were to go, it would be the fourth straight year. Just real quick, that is actually something Ooh. that has also bugged me. In that Speaking people, of our debate from uh, earlier, the Milkman with a the hit. The Milkman. Milkman. Milky oh, Milk. they just struck him out. They just got, they just got, he just tagged okay. him out. Okay, they didn't strike him I out. I know, wrong word, I did. Yeah, he tried to leg, he tried to leg a single into a double and it didn't work. Uh, my boy Correa. But no, I uh, I do share that sentiment. For me personally, it has bugged me that people have talked about the Cavs for the past few years as it, it's just guaranteed, and especially this it's year. It's annoying. Like, it's a completely I'm, I'm gonna different be honest, roster. It's only in Cleveland that they do that. True. And I, I get that. Well, because it's, your, it's your team. Crap. No, 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 no. Uh, I won't say it's only in Cleveland. Yeah, because Warrior fans haven't been doing that. No, I'll Warriors say. Warriors fans do that, and I hate Warriors fans. Okay, so it's not s- just only Cleveland. Oh, no, no. I meant in regards to Cleveland going to the to the finals. Okay, oh, yeah, okay. because yeah, everybody outside of Cleveland hates Cleveland. Everybody outside of Gold, the, the, the Bay hates Golden right. State. So right. it's Cleveland the against the world. That's right. Realistically, though, my point is this Cavs team is not what it used to be. It was not what it was last year. And it's unfortunate because um, if the Warriors go to the finals again, which is still a huge possibility, uh, it's going to suck. Because we'll find out win. tonight because I... I, I think game I, five, I, whoever wins game five, I'm pretty sure is winning the, the I, I do. I do, think that, I do think that if the, if the Rockets win tonight, then the Warriors are in a world of trouble. Yeah. Um, but I, I, don't know, I don't know. I have no feel on that series. I really. Don't. You know what? I've. I, I mean, it's, and if listeners don't know, I'm a. I'm from Houston. I'm a diehard Rockets fan. I don't know what to think of this series. I could have sworn we would. After we were down by ten in the fourth, I was like, "Oh, it's over. We're, we're going to be down three to one, and then we won yeah. the game." So I, I just don't know what to expect anymore. It's such a yeah. both Warriors and Rockets are such weird teams where mm-hmm. they winning if they're going to win a game, it depends on how streaky their shooting is. A lot of times, both and teams lock down the NBA down. nowadays. Right, that it's just really it's just weird streak nonsense where you used to have more consistency in an offense, but when you have teams that rely on the three like the Warriors and the Rockets do, you'll have. To, and that's what happened down the stretch. The Warriors kept shooting threes, and they just were—they just kept doing that. They weren't yeah. trying anything else. Anyways, um, I think 
the Cavs, obviously, with LeBron, still have a chance. We've seen LeBron backed in a hole before, and he's he's pulled the team out of it. Um, I, I, I'm still sticking with my prediction. I think the Celtics are going to win the series, but um, I don't know yeah, if anyone I, else wants to throw their two cents in about that. I, well, but I think I, I think the Cavs are going to win tomorrow. Um, I, I I don't I don't see uh, Boston closing out the Cavs in Cleveland. I just don't think they. Yeah, you don't. Think I don't think they takes. have the talent or the experience. And plus, yeah, they have a lot of young people. And plus, they're absolutely awful on the road in the playoffs. They're like one in six. But on the flip side, they're ten and zero at home. So they even if they lose uh, tomorrow night, they're going to feel really good going home for a game seven. I just true. The animal of LeBron in a game seven just if I was an opposing team would freak me out. I mean, the guy won a game seven in Oracle Arena, game seven in the NBA Finals, so, which is one of the most so, terrifying. So places. if he so if he yeah. did that. Uh, he can damn sure do it in Boston yeah. with a bunch of babies oh, that yeah. are playing with, uh, with oh, the Celtics. So, y- you know, you never know. I just... Uh, my gut tells me that if it gets to a Game 7, uh, having watched LeBron my entire his entire career like I have, I would favor LeBron in a Game 7 no matter where it was. Um, I think he's won his last five or six Game 7s in the playoffs, um, no matter where they are, whether they're at home or on the road. True. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it could be the, just a Cle- the Cleveland fan in me saying that. I don't know. I but I'm also going by the numbers. Like, if it's a game seven and LeBron's involved, generally you take LeBron. So, but yeah. they have to get there. So they have to win tomorrow night, or else all of that that I just said is moot. So I don't know. But I, I do think yeah. the Cavs win tomorrow, and then I'll, I'll take my chances with LeBron in the game seven. I think it is hard. It really is hard. Even you know I'm pretty pessimistic about the whole thing but I also think it's really hard to pick against LeBron I was I was pessimistic last night I really was I they just they played like such garbage yeah. literally garbage and their freaking coach didn't help them at all like <laughs> I saw a stat today that said that LeBron Kevin Love and Kyle Korver shared the court for only six combined minutes Ugh. they're literally the Cavs three best players in these playoffs and they played together for six minutes last night no sense. wonder we only scored 83 points and Ty Luke came up with some stupid excuse like, oh, Brad Stevens decided not to play uh, Sammy Ojale, so uh, we it, it threw me for a loop, and that's why I didn't play Kyle Korver more. Don't you love how a coach, like, <clears throat> Ty Lue is not good at press conferences. Oh, God. Don't you just love how the head coach comes out and basically says, yeah, I was completely caught off guard. I had no idea what to do. <laughs> Right. That's, How do you say that? It's so national true. Television. Like, even if you don't know what to say, you just say, hey, that was my decision, and we rolled with it. It didn't work. We're going to try again to do better the next game. You do not say, yeah, yeah what right. the other coach I, did, I was not prepared for. I had no idea what I was doing. He essentially just admits what everyone has been joking about, that he's he has a, no like, idea he's what he's a, doing. He's a step slow on literally everything. He confirmed yeah, what everyone has been talking about. Everybody knew going into that series that Tristan Thompson gives Al Horford fits. And right. what does he do in game one? He doesn't play Tristan Thompson. And we lose. Not saying that if Tristan Thompson would have started, we no, would have won. No, but that's a huge But factor. it would have been a lot a better. Al Horford had like 25 points, 10 rebounds, and like Al 7 Horford assists. Al Horford is one of the one. softest big men in the yeah. league. It's so easy but to get. But when, when, when you put him up against another really soft big man, Kevin Love. <laughs> right. And he's at home. He's going. He's going to feast on that. Like right. if Tristan Thompson would have been in, 
One thing I got to give Thompson, I criticize him all the time and he deserves it, but one thing about Thompson is he doesn't take crap from anyone. He'll go no. in your face right. and he'll do what he right. needs to do. And so, don't get me yeah, and don't get me started on Marcus Morris. Well, Marcus Morris is a punk. He's such a punk. He's like Draymond Jr. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so ridiculous last night. Yeah, he's he's also the guy. Remember how he just screamed in Thompson's face yeah, and everything. Like, and and, like, and it was hilarious. We were there and everybody's like, "Oh, fight, fight." I'm like, "They're NBA players. Right. They're not going to fight." Yeah, they don't. They're going to push and shove each other. Yeah. Somebody was like somebody said uh uh, oh, you don't think Jr. would throw a punch? I'm like, yeah, he'd probably throw it, but there's no chance of him landing it. Right. <laughs> they have no idea how to fight. And the main, well, the main reason why they don't is because the the punishments are so crazy. Like the the times you well, have it's seen not, punches. It's not only that when when guys actually go to fight, they can't land a punch. They... Because they're not trained in that. But I do think there are some guys like you see what happens when someone actually punches and yeah. they're banned for like. And nobody really tons wants to fight anyway. No, they're no, just, it's not. Whatever. It's the nature of the But yeah, now. so hopefully the Cavs, like like the old adage of Bill Belichick did when the Patriots were one and three in uh, uh, starting off a se- or one and two starting off a season like five or six years ago, where he buried the ball of the last game. Hopefully the Cavs just did that with Game Five because there was nothing. There was literally nothing to come out of that. Right. Wait, was that positive. Belichick? Yeah, Belichick did that. Oh, okay. Bel- yeah, because Brady always talks about burying the ball. Okay, because I remember another football coach that did a real late attempt yeah, at that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure either he stole that from somebody or somebody stole it from him. I get the feeling that someone stole it from him. Yeah, for sure. I think it was a Raiders coach but, or something, but anyway. But, yeah. But anyway, game six tomorrow night. Uh, game starts at 8.30, I believe. Um, what do you think? You, you think the Celtics are going to win the series, but are the Celtics going to win? I have a sinking feeling after watching that game that the Celtics are going to pull it out. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think they're going to – I think someone or a few players on the Cavs are going to make some bad uh, turnovers in the last two minutes, and I think they're going to lose the game by five or six or so. Um, I, 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 think the, uh, I think the Cavs are going to blow the Celtics out tomorrow. Okay. I think it could be like game three. So I think the Celtics are going to sit on the fact that if they, if they absolutely need it, they have game seven at home where they're undefeated. And whether that's good on their part to strategize that way, I don't. I think I don't think the coaches are going to. No, I think the players you know, the are. Players, like if, if it gets so if crazy, the, if the Cavs right. come out hot in that game, then it's going to be a blowout. Don't if not, then maybe it could go down to the wire. But uh, yeah, I just I, I definitely think the Cavs are going to win. Do you think the Cavs have the ability to <clears throat> in these next two games? If it goes in the next two games. Do you think in order for them to win that they have to get off to a hot start in the first quarter and just build up such a lead that they only have to maintain? Or do you think that they would be able to hang tight and still be able to pull I, it I, out? I think it's crucial what you just said. Because if you looked at some of the Cavs, they've even had decent starts, but they've blown it. They blew it. That was game four. No, game two. Mm-hmm. Game two. Yeah. Where they had a decent little lead going, but then they blew it because it wasn't big enough. Uh, this team is just not strong enough to support offense throughout the whole game. You need to get yourself a huge lead, and then you can you can go maintain it from there. Um, you yeah. know, this isn't I, this isn't like the Warriors where they could have a ten point lead the whole game and they're still safe. Like you know, it's. I don't think um, I don't think at home it's that crucial, um, just because in this series and in this playoffs they've definitely defended better at home, <clears throat> and I think that's the biggest thing when you're uh, when you're close. If you can defend, that you have a good chance of winning. Um, I definitely do think if it gets to a Game 7, they're going to have to start uh, Game 7 off really strong. Like, they're going to have to have close to a double-digit lead after the first quarter um, to really have a chance. Yeah. Um, because the pressure is going to mount on 
whatever team. Every quarter you go through that game seven, the pressure is going to mount on whoever's behind. Um, and the I think the problem is too the lack of a of a, a consistent offensive flow for the Cavs is what hurts them. Like other teams can maybe sur- you know they can survive uh, losing their lead because they have some sort of offense. The Cavs just really struggle to get any offense going. Well, I mean, and it depends. Like they're they're like they're like at pretty much any other team. You mentioned it with the Warriors and the well, Rockets. Right, if if right. they're not hitting their threes, then they're not. You know, their offense isn't very good. Well, but even like the Rockets and the Warriors, they have post games though. You have Draymond Green, you have right. Clint Capella. These guys can put up a lot right. of well, points. Well, the, the Cavs had a coach that knew how to they, exploit. Exactly. Strengths and weaknesses. Like Kevin Love has a really good post game. Exactly. They just never use him there. And that's that goes back to other issues you talked about the coaching. Yeah. And stuff, but. Um, um, but yeah, for sure. I it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be by by next by episode next week we're going to know who's playing in the NBA finals. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Um, so that's kind of be in a weird if it's, way. If it's not the exciting. Cavs, then. We probably won't talk about if the Cavs. If it's not the Cavs and if it's not the Rockets, I'm done with the NBA for yeah, the year. Yeah, right. Because so. <laughs> you know what's going to happen if it's Warriors against Celtics. Oh, the Warriors will oh, just don't sweep on us. Yeah. It'll be 4 nothing. All right. Just real quick. If it was the Warriors versus Celtics, who are you rooting for? I'm not oh. rooting for either. I hate both teams. <laughs> oh, I have been, I've hated the Celtics all my life. And oh. I recently hate the Warriors because of what they've become. I literally... <laughs> Would not watch one game, one minute, and I did, do not care who yeah. wins because it's it's even though, either way. Even though he wouldn't have played a second in the playoffs, I I can't root for Kyrie Irving to win a ring outside of Cleveland. I, I just will, can't do it. I will say for me, yeah. I just just for the sake of not hearing any sort of Bostonian brag about another championship. Yeah, I guess the Warriors, right? I, is it? I won't yeah. necessarily root no, for the Warriors. No, I think you're right. I hate Boston sports, and they're they're yeah. spoiled little. Yeah, because if it because if it's Warriors. the if it's the Warriors, I changed my mind. Warriors. If it's the if it's the Warriors, it's just like oh great they won again. Okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, yeah, great. Draymond's, yeah. Draymond's Warriors. An ass. No, you're Who right. Cares? No, definitely Warriors. Boston, they're they have the most insufferable fans in the entire they do. world. They're the most it's spoiled, unbelievable. Rudest. You you can't talk anything with a Boston oh, fan God. without them just being like, well, we have like you know. 50 titles in the... It's, oh, oh. oh, like that. Clevenger just picked some anything. dude off at first base. Oh, Kemp? Yeah. Yeah, I picked off Kemp. No, oh, no, Mariznick? Sure. Yeah, long Mar- hair picked Mar- off yeah, long hair. It was Mariznick. Anyway, yeah. Oh, he was leaning. Caught him oh, leaning. Oh, wow, he got him good. Not even close. All but right, yeah, guys. So anyway, yeah. Well, here's so the thing. that was depressing. That um, was depressing. But here's the thing. You don't have to be depressed because we have some cool food and drink options for you this week that we're going to review. Yeah, so buddy. So while you're watching that Cavs game, whether it's happy or sad, or what, maybe you're going to watch the Tribe tomorrow or this weekend. Great. We got you covered because we've got a couple fun places that we're going to We're working on some stuff. Yeah, we're going to add some more audio. But um, all right, Dan, let's start off with uh, a place that we brunched at this weekend. We're brunchers. We like to brunch. The We're brunch brunch. One of our favorite yeah. places to brunch is Grumpy's. The problem with Grumpy's is it's so crowded. Yeah. So, I was just say, across the street. Watch your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. We love Grumpy's. Love If Grumpies. you go to Grumpy's and there's a one-hour wait and you're like, nope, too hungry, go across the street to a place called Prosperity Social. Or around Club. the corner. Around, oh, you're right. It's, it's, around, it's, technic, it's technically yeah. around the corner. Mm. But uh, it's walking distance. But it's called Prosperity Social Club, and it's a 1970s 
bar. Really yeah. fun. All the decor, bar, everything's yeah. Literally the only yeah. thing that I, that I think they changed in there is the uh, the chairs are different. The chairs are different and probably the electricity behind the walls has been yeah. updated. Yeah. <laughs> literally. The lighting's been, yeah. The they, TV's a box. They still have like, box yeah. TVs hanging in the corner of the uh -huh. bars. Yeah, so. Seriously, that's yeah. awesome. It's a fun place. Uh, not only are the vibes fun and the drinks are fun, but brunch. They're famous for brunch. Yeah. What oh, did you so have, good. Dan? Well, I got, <laughs> I didn't get brunch. Oh, well, food, I got a, well, I got a burger. That's still part of the brunch menu. No, it was their lunch menu. Oh, whatever. It's well, called the lunch menu. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's on the menu. But actually, actually, it's a really freaking good burger. It is. Mm. It was really good. It was cooked perfectly. Got medium. That it was medium. medium. It was medium? medium. Oh, Super okay. medium. I could see it. It was around. medium. It was It was brown on the outside, pink in the middle with no blood. That's yeah. perfect. Nice. Perfect medium. Yeah. No, that's, no, that's, that's a tough one. Really that's good. a tough one. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was just a standard like bacon cheeseburger or whatever. But 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 they don't they don't do fries. We got it. it it's potato hash. Oh. Well, because that's because it's. I'm, this is what I meant by the brunch. Yeah. It's still the brunch menu. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, like they don't yeah. like even like their dinner menu. Whatever, oh, I don't, don't have, they have fries. I don't think they have fries. Oh, no. I could be wrong. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, but it was a potato hash, and it had a. There was like. Uh, there was some sort of seasoning on it. Had some chopped onions mixed in. Was it spicy or was no, it kind of? No, it wasn't spicy. Mm. They have a spicy option, but we didn't. Neither of us tried it. No. Okay. So what did you get, Jordan? So I got an empanada. Ooh, they have empanadas. He said they do. Oh, empanada. he said it all. Spanishy. Uh, muy Spanish. Empanada. Pronunciation. Well, you see, the the, the, the the benefit that you guys have is that you know with Jordan. <laughs> In his heritage, you know, he can he can really delve into the enunciation of like Mexican Spanish words. With you being Italian, you can really delve into the Italian thing. Me, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Me, it's corned beef. <laughs> Sour, corn, corned beef and potatoes. Corn. <laughs> boiler maker. Give me that boiler maker. There you go. So the, okay, so what I got, uh, it's called a wake up call empanada. You get one large empanada and it had an, it had an how do you pronounce it, andouille sausage? Andouille. Yep. andouille. I thought it was chorizo. I thought it was going to be chorizo, but it's, it wasn't. It's similar. It's, it's, it's the same idea, but, uh, I mean, it's not, but it is. You know what I mean? Um, it's got, like, the, the fun thing, they had, like, a little cheddar sauce, a jalapeno-flavored cheddar sauce on top, drizzled over, and you get a side of hash. Very filling. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I've... I have a weird relationship with empanadas. I grew up with Argentine empanadas, which are so different than anything I guarantee most of y'all have had. Um, but anyhow, um, so I it was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it, they have a lot of different options. I'm just going to burn through this real quick. Shrimp and grits, biscuits with sausage gravy, Wait, uh, omelets. Did you say shrimp and grits? Yeah, they have that as an option. I'm there. Yeah, you need to try it, Paul. We'll go. Next time, um, next time, we, 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 next time we yeah, go we'll down, go there. We'll, we'll go there. Oh my gosh, I want to go there yeah. now. Yeah, and then they have your they have your standard breakfast. They have uh, let's do it. My uh, my girlfriend Teresa got what did she get? Eggs Florentine or something? One of those. Mm. It was like an eggs Benedict. One of those Frenchy breakfast. Yeah, it was like an eggs. Mm. It was an eggs. I had a, I had a bite. It was very good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is a fun place. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun good. at any time of the day. It's fun for dinner. It's fun yeah. for brunch. It's fun for a drink at night. And we sat on. Did you mention we sat on the patio? Yeah. 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 So this could technically. Serve really cool patio. So, patio for the room. Yeah, so and it's a uh, fun patio, wouldn't you agree? So, uh, Prosperity Social Club is essentially like it, it's like a house, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, it's like a hollowed out house, it's got a bar and you know, dining area, whatever. Uh, the bathroom's like this little closet thing on the side, but like they turned like the backyard of the house into like a patio area. 
Um, it's got like a small like deck, yeah. and, and it's then, fenced in, so you're yeah. private. It's like a small deck, and they've got it paved too. And there's Lights. tables with umbrellas and stuff on the Lights back. Lights and patio. It's yeah. super cool. It's, oh, okay. it's awesome. It's, it's fun. Just for completely random connection, like the first time I experienced shrimp and grits was at a restaurant that was converted from a house oh, to a restaurant yeah. in North Carolina. You can have the same experience. So I can, or you I, can have a similar experience. similar experience here in Northeast Ohio. That's fantastic. I've been dying for some shrimp and grits. Yeah, we'll go there again, Paul. It's good. All right, let's burn through the. Uh, let's go through the the metrics. Yeah, here I'll service. Uh, allow allow me to. Oh yeah, Paul, you read meterick. Allow, allow me to go through the meter. The metrics. The metrics. <laughs> so um, when you guys walked in, service. How was the you know service? Oh, you guys always have amazing service there. Yeah. We loved our uh, our waiter. He was funny. yeah. He was a cool guy. He he told us some story. We were we were kind of t- yeah. We were talking about some stuff, and he kind of heard what we were talking about. Uh, Which I'm all about that. I love when waiters do. Oh that. yeah. 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 Just interact with us. Told yeah. him about his experiences and. Um, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, he seems um, to know the scene really well. Well, it's a lot more inviting, you know. Like yeah. if, if people don't necessarily treat you as, you know, not only a customer, but it's like, hey, I understand like this is part of your experience for the day, right. or if this is the kind of stuff you guys like, you should check out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like they really. Oh have yeah, and, and I've always had good, good, good experiences at uh, Prosperity. Cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So you know, food and drink as far as prices go, what are you looking at? Kind of mid range? Are there some say, cheaper options? I'd say mid range. There's. It's not going to get much cheaper, and it's not going to. It's not, it's yeah, not it's even not expensive. expensive. No. You right. get plenty of food for what you pay. Okay. The no, drinks my, are. My burger and potato hash were like was like ten bucks. Yeah, oh, mine wow. mine was twelve. Okay. Um, no, it was ten. Mine was ten. Okay. Yeah, very good. I would say actually no. I'm going to change mine to good prices. Good you prices. Get a lot of, you get a lot for what you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, so as far as you know, pricing goes with the you know portions of the food. Um, you know, how's the quality? Is it you know is it solid? Is it like really? Like, you know, some next level stuff. Because sometimes, you I, know, those things correlate. Sometimes people surprise you. You know, I'll speak for my empanada. The dough is about average. Um, I would say the quality is pretty high, pretty up there, pretty good. They make it from scratch, I would say. Yeah. What? The food? Yeah. I would, I would, yeah, it I would has say that so, made for from sure. scratch feel. Yeah, it was really good. I Red mean, man I... with a three run homer. Shut up. Go away. Red man. Go away. Um, sorry, Paul, I didn't mean to... No, no, that's fine. Warrior. Um, <laughs> okay, oh, that's so just, just out of curiosity, because I like to poke and prod, if yes. the food was more expensive, would you be as inclined to say that it was good quality? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. It's good food. Because like, like Jordan said, I think it was... I would pay... Uh, it wasn't like processed food, like it was... Yeah, okay. Like, I wouldn't say, like, I had a burger, they, they, didn't make, they don't make their buns there, but... Oh. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah. So I guess just like a you know real quick metric. You said you made about ten for your burger. Yeah, what, I, what I got be... a I got a burger and a beer, and I probably walked out of there spending with tip like sixteen, seventeen bucks. Okay. Yeah. What would you be willing to pay for it? I would pay around. I'd pay no more than twelve or fourteen for my what I got. But... Okay. I, I I think it's I think it's priced correctly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The price is fine. Okay. No, it's, I just it's think... a it's yeah. a it's no, a very it's a, good, it's a good question though. It's yeah. a like he said, it's a '70s place. Like they've done no updates really on the building, so it's yeah. not like they're spending a lot of money, like whatever. So their prices really shouldn't be that high. Right. But it's good food. Okay. Right? It's really good food. No, awesome. Um, so you've already touched on portion price uh, sizes. You've said, you know, especially for the price you pay. Yeah. You're getting a good amount. You're you're not going to leave hungry. No. If you go in there and drop 10, no. 15 bucks, you, no. you're going to be good. Nope. And you, you know, talk to the atmosphere, seventies kind of retro. I, whew, I love the vibes. Yeah, Which, I'm all you know, about it. You know, for me personally, like that's something completely different than what I've experienced so far in Cleveland. I mean, every place, you know, a lot of places have their own unique. This place is very unique in that yeah. it literally has not been up. It well, looks like it hasn't been updated, mm-hmm. which is yeah. the fun part, in my opinion. Okay, nice. What's the metric we're going to use to rate this? Ooh, 
How many afros? Okay. Seventies. Oh. That's gonna. That's gonna. That was really weird. Wait, afros. It just. It, how many froze? Are, <laughs> it just are, popped are, to the top. Disco of my balls. Head. We could do disco, disco balls. balls. Bell bottoms. Let's do disco goes. balls. Disco. I balls. like disco balls. All right. Sure. I would give it four disco balls out of five. Four out of five. Four out of five. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably right around there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like for me, it's like. Like so I got a burger, so you mm-hmm. can get you can get a good burger a lot of places. Right. So for me, it's not like I'm not going there to get to get the burger. I'm going. It was just good. Yeah, I'm yeah. going there more for the atmosphere. That patio is pretty cool. Yeah, I would I would I would also give it a solid four for sure. Four disco balls. All right. Well done, Prosperity Social Club. So that covers the patio for this week. Yeah, mm. I think so. Now, so let's see. So, platform. Jordan, you got to try, kind of continue Ooh. with the. Uh, theme that we're going with as far as trying out new places you got to try the pizzeria i did and is it how is it pronounced is it il, okay il, I, il, rio, il, il rione i don't know how to pronounce it but apparently i would trust dan i'll, so. I'll trust dan il rione. uh il rione it's like that you do have to give it like that little rione. tongue rione. roll with the r rione. i can't do it but you do have to well, do that i think il our rione. tendency also is like to try to like say it fast and say like, right. okay to slow down and be like if, il yeah. rione yeah if you want to be so, american if you just want to be american it's just il rione yeah or il rione yeah yeah il rione <laughs> Um, so this is a new pizza place that me, Teresa, and Abe, our buddy, tried out on Saturday or fri- Friday. I think it was Friday. I believe that was Friday. Um, it had a long wait because it's a small building. So mm. keep that in mind. Uh, it was about a 40-minute wait. But uh, you guys went, what? Went to the Stone. Didn't you go on a Friday night or something? Friday night. So yeah, we went to peak yeah. time. I mean, peak time. Right. Um, it's fun. It's a fun place. It's got that... I, the way I would describe it is old world decorations, you know, the, the very, they're trying, they're, you know, they're, they're going for a vibe. They're going for a, a feel. Um, I think they had exposed brick, if I remember. It's a small building, though. Mm. Very small. I think it's smaller. It's around the size of Molto Bene, if I remember correctly. Okay. I don't remember if they have a patio, which I probably should have remembered this. Probably. It was a cold day that day, actually. It was so. a beer in front of you. It was a cold, I could look stormy it night. I could look at <laughs> a dark and stormy night. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it, they have, it's a New York style pizza. So very thin. They have a giant oven. So it's like, do they know, claim, just out of curiosity, do they claim it as New York style? They or? claim it as New York. Style. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't actually know what kind of, uh, pizza it was, but they claim it as New York style. I believe Teresa said, yeah, something about it was New York style. Yeah, yeah, I read that. Um, okay. I haven't been there, but yeah, it's, it's a New York style. Yeah. New York uh, style pie. It's very good. I mean, I, whew, right off the bat, I'm going to say the dough, some of the best dough I've ever had in my life. I'm not usually the one to be like, oh, give me everyone's crust if you're not eating it. But <laughs> Teresa didn't eat her crust for some reason, and I was like, give it to me. Hold on. So good. How no, no, hold dare on. she? We're going to address this right now. I know. So Teresa, it. who's Italian, right. does not eat the crust on her pizza? Oh, something about something about how she no, was not inexcusable. too No, Revoked. We need to talk to her about this. She has been revoked. This needs to be discussed. Traitor for prospects. Traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm low, you know, I wasn't complaining because I got extra crust. Yeah, but it's good for him. <laughs> crust is good. Um, this pizza, we were starving by the mm. time our pizza came out, and we ate it way too early. This pizza is very thin. <laughs> way too fast. And way too fast and way too early. 
It needed to rest a little bit. Mm. Do not eat this pizza right at, right when they place it down. It will literally just everything will slip off. Um, yeah. This is not your usual. Ooh, Pizza Hut extra cheese. Like they, it wasn't a lot of cheese. It wasn't a lot of toppings, but that's what they're going for. Yeah. I'll be honest. I eat a lot of food. I next time I probably would want to get my own pizza. Yeah. Well, uh, well, a good pizza. Sauce and dough is like the two most important right. aspects. And both were very good. So you do not like it, right. especially like, okay, so the birthplace of, of pizza is Italy. Right. If you look like at pictures of pizza in Italy, there's, they almost never put toppings on it. Right. There's, and there's not a lot of cheese. No, there's hardly yeah. any cheese if there don't is put, any. They'll, they'll, they, they don't like, it's not shredded and they don't like spread it around the entire piece. They put like, right. like little dollops of mozzarella. Right. And it was kind of on that level. Yeah. Huh? Um, very good. I had no complaints about it. Tasted. It had that, I don't, this is probably the wrong way to describe it, but that smoky flavor almost. It's probably not the right way to no, describe I mean, it. No, it probably is. Probably from you the know, oven. From yeah. the oven, yeah. If it's wood was, fire. It a, was it a wood fire oven? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. They had was, a giant oven. Because New York style, it's either wood fire or it's coal. Or it's coal. It's one of the two. Either way, remember. you're going to get, especially yeah. as the oven is seasoned and pizzas are fired in right. and you get the buildup and stuff like that, you're going to yeah. get that. Because I'm sure that place has been there for a while. I believe so. Yeah. It's in Gordon so Square. Their, uh, yeah, I'm sure their oven is well seasoned. Right. For sure. And so, so it had a great flavor. Um, I love The prices weren't bad either. I think most pizzas hovered around the, the 15 to $20 range for a large. Okay. That, uh, Probably a little more than that with toppings, but... Well, when it comes to that style of pizza, that's typically yeah, what I've seen. Right, especially like a like yeah. a uh, pizza shop like that that yeah. specializes in they you know, bad, those types though. of pizzas. Like it's not like it's not like a place like Marcos or Jets or no, right? like no. those have their place. But right. Right. like those places, if you order, I have a rule: if you're going to order pizza from like a Marcos or someplace like that, and you order it without a coupon or right. a special, you're just getting ripped. You're a moron. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the places there's no reason right. you should be paying full price for pizza. But if you right. go to like a 216, if you right. go to uh, Crust, if you go to Angelo's, like a lot of times I only go to Angelo's on Monday because they have the half they're off. That awesome deal, but, yeah. you know, I, I'd be willing to spend full price in Angelo's because I know it's going to be really good. Exactly. And so, like this place, it was very yeah, good. This place, yeah. you know, this is a You place guys will, I think you guys will like it. Oh, I'm, yeah. no, I'm, I love New York style pizza. Yeah. I'm very excited we'll to, try. to try it. I'm really like excited. thin type pizza, so you got to oh, fold. Yeah. Oh, you definitely oh, have to fold this gosh. pizza. It's, it's weird, but like it makes you feel like you're, yeah. I don't know, like it's you're It's a getting, different experience. It's a complete, yeah. it's just yeah. weird how folding a pizza slice completely yeah. transforms everything. Sure. Definitely. Um, so, going through the metrics. Um, so, you know, you said it took a little while to get set, but it was Friday night, things like that. So I'm not going to. Service when I'm you. I'm not going to dodge this waiters because it was so packed. Yeah. And there was many, there were several parties of more than like six people. Mm. So I'm not going to dodge the service. It wasn't the best, but I'm not going to actually criticize it because I know how busy it was that night. Yeah. Right. I would okay. say good for being that busy. Well, and especially, you said it's Gordon Square. I mean, so that place, right. that There's area so can get really packed there, during... Right. On a Friday night, exactly. Especially on a Friday night. So, right. you know, maybe if it was a slower time or something like that, probably imagine service yeah. would be a little oh, more... Oh, I would absolutely think so. Okay. Um, and that's the nice thing I think about, like, a pizza place is it allows a little more leniency when it comes to that. For sure. Um, no, I mean that's no, that's good to know. And prices, you touched on that. When it comes to this style of pizza, especially places that I would I would think are focusing maybe more on quality as opposed to variety. Right. Um, you you say you know good value. I would say the value is fine. You you I've spent more money for pizzas at like a 
brewery than yeah. like this pizza. Like this, this, yeah. this is good. You're getting good pizza for what you pay, right. and it's not even that expensive. Okay. Although I will warn, if you're a big eater, mm. um, you might want to consider getting your own pizza because it's so thin, it goes down real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I had like four slices. Like, oh wow, I'm still definitely hungry. Not even knock on that. It's not even a knock on them. It's just. I wasn't aware how thin yeah. the pizza would no, be. No, no, it's, yeah. well, because, like, uh, with other pizzas, especially, like, chain pizzas and stuff right. like that, it's usually a puffier crust. There's a lot right. more fillers. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, a lot more cheese. I mean, how thick is some pizza crust at a chain? Like, it's like, yeah. oh, There's right. also, like, a lot more grease. There's just all kinds right. of things. Right. Oh, toppings, they'll be, like, gobs. <laughs> it's not like that. You know? Okay. Yeah. So. And it's all cheap crap, too. That's, that's why they're right. able to give you so right. much. Exactly. That, too. Exactly. So, you know, touching on that, as far as quality goes, I mean, this sounds like a really I would good put the, quality I would place. put the quality up there with 216 and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, pizzerias like that. That's it, high it, praise on this show. It, yes. I mean, you guys might yes. disagree with me. I, I'm well, sorry. I, I, I really thought it was good pizza. Like, I thought the quality was just very high. It, it sounds yeah. amazing. It sounds yeah. like right up my alley as far as, like, yeah. pizzas go. Really good ingredients, minimalistic. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to get crazy with some, like, Cheeseburger right. pizza. Or I got. I got. When we're done, I got to show you a uh, a pizza documentary. Oh, I started. Is it the one I think? There's it a is? couple. There's a couple that I have to show you. Okay, because I started watching one and like within the first yeah. like thirty seconds, <laughs> we might end up ordering pizza. Oh, it, it, it just might happen. Oh, snap. Um, okay, so no, that's awesome. And then you said so as far as portions go, yeah. especially if you're used to more like a, a chain pizza or maybe like. Let's just be honest, cheaper pizza. Portions are a little on the low side because of how thin it is, but people might be just laughing at me for saying that. I'm just not too familiar with New York style pizza. So I would I would consider I would consider if you're if you eat a lot, consider maybe either getting some appetizers or getting more than one pizza. Mm. That's okay. all. No, that's, that's yeah. That's all. No, that's that's, that's a fair metric. So, yeah. um, you know, the atmosphere of the place. You mentioned like it's it's kind of rustic. Um, sounded like it's also you know, but also like you know, simple. It's not really it's lavish. Not lavish. Which, they play really good music. I don't know if it was just that night or what, but we <laughs> love. We just kept commenting on how fun the music. What kind was, of music um, did they play? Like Iron and Wine, Bonnie Vare, like chill, but like melodic oh, stuff. Yeah, okay, this takes yeah. me back to. Uh, Hanging out with my high school buddies. Right. Who <laughs> it was very user-friendly, but also, like, not, like, elevator music. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh, this is these are good bands. Like, okay. bands, stuff like so, that. And so just in touching with the atmosphere, so I got to ask, because with a lot of pizza places, I feel this really adds to the atmosphere. Could you see them in the kitchen? Oh, absolutely. You can see Which them. is the fun part, in my opinion. Um, you, it's right there. Awesome. Like, the bar wraps around the kitchen. Mm. But even so, even at your table, you can watch them pulling the pizzas out and like putting them in. Like, it, it was right there. No, that's, oh, that's you're huge. right in the mix. You're right in the mix. That's huge for a pizzeria. Yeah. Because, you know, with a lot of pizza places, I mean, yeah, you might be able to get a glimpse or something like that. But especially when it's, like, wood-fired oven, stone oven, you want to see them, like, stretching the dough and, oh, you see and them do turning the it in there. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun awesome seeing your pizza. It was honestly, it was definitely fun oh, yeah. to watch that. Yeah. So... All right, so as far as a uh, measuring mm. measuring unit, I'll how many go. slices? There you go, we'll just, slices. We'll keep it simple, slices. I'll give this one. Or we could do pepperoncinis. <laughs> pepperoncinis. Garlic sauce slices. butter. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. No, that's we'll, that's Papa John's. Right. We'll do slices. I'm going to give this one. Hmm. Lay it on me. My- Tell us. Based off of how much... No, that's not fair because I could have gotten more pizza. If I could have had more pizza, which I should have done, uh, I would... It's an e- It's a solid four. It's another solid four because the pizza quality is so high. 
part of what I judge pizza on is how much you get. Mm. You go to Angelo's and I can't eat that much pizza. It's just, you have so much pizza. So, um, so, so that I'm going to say, I'm going to say four because I think it's fair though, but they make it, they make, you can see how thin the pizza is. I just wasn't thinking at the time when okay. I ordered it. So are you saying that, um, it's the amount that you get? It's based on the amount, as far as quality goes, easy four and a half or higher. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to give it an overall four out of five just because it's not the most practical pizza place to go to. Hmm. You don't go here before the Indians game. You could. <laughs> On a Friday night. But you could, but it's going to be long. You're not going to be very yeah. full. That's no, the type that's, of place yeah. you plan around. No, yeah. that's, that's yeah. fair. And I think, well, I think that also plays a lot into you know, the kind but of place you go. But that's not a knock on the quality. It's just... No, it's just, no. For practical reasons. So know. this would be more of the place, like like Dan said, that you plan around. Yeah. It's not necessarily like, hey, let's swing by. I would go, you could, it's a place you could take someone on a date. It's a place you can go with your buds. Like, it's it's both. But it's not also like, hey, let's watch the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't you don't go there for that. Like, it's. Okay. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, do we have time to touch upon the uh, platform? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. We'll do platform. Because this is a place, oh, you guys have both been to platform. I haven't been to platform. Right. Um, but I mean, you guys, you know, you guys talk about it. It's another place, like just so many that I'm super excited to try. Um, so yeah, I mean, tell us, tell us about. So right off the bat, here's the thing about Platform. They don't serve food. Mm. Well, it's, they have some guest food, but it's they, not. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll, For the most they have part, like, they, they have like this little like kitchenette sandwich thing where they sometimes will make sandwiches like for happy hour or something. But essentially... Like they don't like 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 Jordan said. Sometimes you know somebody somebody can come in and sell food or whatever, but they don't have like a they don't have a kitchen staff. They don't you know they don't. So this is a like a true yeah. brewery. So yes. like yes. How, yeah. So like how Noble Beast has like that little like. Well, they call it a tap room, which if I'm hmm. if I'm correct, that means usually it's just yeah brews. Yeah, and it's not gonna be food. yeah. Like they don't they don't serve liquor. They don't serve. They, it's just their beer. Okay. And, they have they have guests. They have a couple guests, but why, yeah. why would you go there to get a guest? <laughs> right. So this so this is like a place where, um, it's it's in Ohio City, so this is a place. Maybe you went to Town Hall, maybe you went to uh, yeah. Market Garden to get dinner, or maybe you went to Nano Brew to get dinner or someplace, and you're mm-hmm. just looking for somewhere to go and hang out afterwards and get a couple drinks, a couple beers. This is the place to go. Yeah. Okay. They have so many beers too. Yeah, and like, it's not if like, you even remotely it, like beer, you can't tell me you can go out of there and not find a beer that you like. And it's like. not like like how a restaurant is, where the more items that are on the menu tends to affect the quality. Yeah, it's, they just make a lot. They know what they're doing. They make yeah. a lot of really good beers, and it's, it's for all tastes. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if you're really into IPAs, they have several IPAs. Multiple if ones. Yeah, if you're into. Pale ales, they have that. If you're into pilsners, they have that. If you're into pilsners, like yeah. one of my favorite beers is their New Cleveland pilsner. Oh, it's so good. So good. I did not even know that was a thing. It's yeah, that's a, oh, a hybrid. Yeah. A, pi- it's yeah. a hybrid. There one, you- uh, <laughs> one of my favorite beers I tried there. I'm going to highlight just a few. Uh, the Hazel Tango. It's a wit beer. Oh, it's so good. Just such a great summer beer. Another one they have. It's a it's a Mexican style beer, and I can't oh. find the name of it. Do you remember the name of it, Dan? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Let me see. But it's very oh, maybe they took it off. They may have taken it off. Uh, it's muy delicioso. 
It will return my popular domain. I think they may have taken off, but <laughs> but the Speed Merchant, <laughs> another uh, the Speed Merchant IPA is very good too. It's got a night. Nice, oh, the Huracana. Yes, you have to try this. If you go to platform, you have to try the Huracana. It we were talking so about uh, we were talking about that maybe going there and, and yeah, some of those right, on Cinco, Cinco de, de, de Mayo. They debuted it on Cinco de, say, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> It was a yeah, very, it's, it's like a lager, a, it's a Mexican style lager, and yeah. it's delicious. It's like, it's basically like a high quality Corona. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's man, got yeah. like, no, yeah, then they have like, like hints of like jalapeno in there. Ooh. They do have hints of that. I never noticed that as much, but you can kind of taste the, the yeah. tang when yeah, you, yeah. you know. When so you is there like a little bit of a, like, say like a spice to it? In a sense? I don't know if spice is the right word, but you get a little bit of a bite maybe. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good word. Like tingly. Ting, that's kind of a weird word to use, but it's a little tingly when you drink it. Oh, I mean, I, I got <laughs> such you. a strange I don't know why. <laughs> no, I got you. Weird. Ignore right, me. Um, it's real tingly when so, you drink it. So tingly. All right, so when you go here, now since you said, you know, like they'll have like maybe a food pop up, but it is a bar. It's a tap yeah, room. It's so, that yeah, closes so that, pretty like, early. Though, yeah, so that food, that food area, I think, is either like just for lunch. And happy hour or just happy hour. Okay, it so, closes by like yeah. nine or so. So we were we were there. When did we go there? Friday, Friday last Friday. Friday. This past Friday, um, we walked in probably ten thirty ish. I know you guys were there earlier, but yeah. um, we walked in there at like ten thirty ish or whatever. That was that was well closed down. Oh, okay, yeah, it's jam packed at that time. They have an awesome patio. Speaking of patios, really cool. Yeah, oh, they do. dog lovers. They yes. allow dogs. Well, in, I mean, so. mo- most bars in Ohio City do. They do, do but so. just in case you're wondering, Platform is super dog friendly. Yeah. So Hannah brought, dogs, Hannah brought the so. do- uh, dog that she was uh, dog sitting. Mm. Yeah, uh, little boxer named Maya, adorable dog. <laughs> um, I, I I took Champ home. I didn't bring Champ because yeah. he was he was tired. Was uh, we also took him to uh, uh, Fast Eddie's, who now has a dog friendly patio. They've had a patio, mm. but now as of this week, it's dog friendly. <laughs> So. Wow, wow, wow. But anyway, yeah. Um, okay, so with it being, you know, just, you know, very kind of like a singular purpose and stuff like that, you know, how's, how's service when you go in? Since, because some people might think like, oh, if it's only a bar, like it's going to be hard to get, you know, so some attention. They this, don't, they don't, they basically have bartenders and they don't walk around. They don't walk around. You have to go to the bar. Okay. But it's not like, it's not like the places we've talked about, like Saucy or Masthead, right. where there's like one station. Mm. You can just walk up to the bar and get a beer. But I they, think this place would do well if they had a system like Saucy or Masthead. Yeah, probably. Because it's very crowded, yeah. which is cool. The, the, the bar is really long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really long. And then they have essentially like tables like the one we're talking at right now, except they're higher and they have stools like all around them. So it's like community seating. Yeah. But to get to get a drink, you actually have to physically walk up to the bar. Okay. And does that present a little bit of a challenge? If it's busy, um, you usually generally like most bars, you can go to the ends and uh, you'll be able to get to the bar. You just it might take a little while for the bartender to notice you. Yeah. Um, but it's not bad service. No, it's not terrible. When it's so I mean, crowded, I, mean, I don't they, even know, you know how once you, they, yeah. once they see you and recognize you, like they'll they're, get you. You know, they're sure. they're always cool. They're always really quick. They're yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's just just like any other bar. Once it gets busy, it you know, mm-hmm. it's a little dicey. But okay, so uh, when it comes to pricing and stuff like that, especially with craft brews, some people will be like, I don't know, it's gonna be a little expensive. Um, you know, pricing wise, how God bless you. How does it compare? Is, are you gonna be spending a little bit more? No. Is there kind of like no, a? It's, it's not bad. It's, I think I, I would for, say uh, it's better than most. for a new pails in a draft. Probably what is it like 12, 
12 ounce draft, 16 ounce draft. 16 like usually. For the 16 on, yeah, 16, 16 ounce draft is probably like five bucks. It's oh. the same deal. If you have one of those really strong IPAs or double IPAs or something like that, you're gonna get a 12 or 10 ounce for like six. Yeah, but you're getting a lot. So it'll be a little more expensive. Lot, but if you drink you three of those, you're gonna be you're gonna yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you're you gonna can't, be feeling. I don't know how you could drink. You're gonna that be feeling floaty. Right. You're gonna be floating because these aren't. Your I, I'm gonna. The prices are great. I've been to other breweries downtown. They're not so great. This mm-hmm. is a good price. Well priced. Because brewery. like they don't they don't like they don't really have that much cost because. You know, with They're a restaurant, with a restaurant, kitchen, yeah. a, a lot of your cost comes from your food. There's right. a lot more overhead. There's a lot more things you're thinking yeah. about labor, right. and um, and most of their beers they make, so they manufacture. Right. So it's not like they're bringing in a bunch of beer vendors and mm-hmm. paying the over the top price for that, and then right. having to charge you that. So I think it's pretty good, and the beer's really good. Very so you good. really get the benefit of getting a craft brew, but it's like you are getting it straight from the source, and there's not anything else really to take away from it. It's like this is what we do. And like you said, you get to pay a little bit less for it than the small prices. Yeah, the prices so, are great. No, that's great. Uh, really can't talk portion sizes. Well, you <laughs> know, no, not portion sizes, no. That doesn't um, make sense. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you're getting your standard size we, drafts. We already said quality though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. quality is very high. Quality's really good. Uh, it's my favorite I like going there. brewery in Cleveland. Yeah. Right okay. Without so, a doubt. All right. Without and then, and so as far as atmosphere goes, you know, when it's busy, when it's maybe a little slower, like how does the atmosphere compare? What's it like? It's fun. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's not. It, it's it doesn't get typical. especially with the patio open now. It's not going to get like too crowded, over over packed, and they have uh, a big garage door for that patio, so mm. it's it's not like stuffy in there. Okay, good. There's yeah. good airflow. Um, the decorations minimalistic decorations, but it's it works yeah. perfect. You get a lot of exposed brick, all that kind of stuff. You see the tanks and things. In the back I think I think when it comes to like breweries and stuff like that, that's. It's they want you to see what right. they do. It's not about it's, they don't want you to be distracted right. by a Goofy, bunch of yeah goo- gimmicky stuff. It's no. you know, like I said, it's pretty much my favorite place in yeah. Cleveland. Okay, right so now, now that you've said that it's your favorite brewery, how, how many, many pints? How many? Yeah, pints? there we go. I'm gonna go ahead and give this place five out of five. Uh, it's everything I'd want in a brewery. The beer is delicious. The, atmosphere is great locations fun you're in a place that has tons of places to eat so if you want food you've got tons of places around you five out of five for me oh they do have games too yeah they have like a giant jenga they have a, like a big jenga oh, uh, set that you can nice. put on a table and play oh yeah, nice. so that's pretty cool i don't know if they have anything else but i know they have that okay. um I, it's it's really hard for me to give anything five just because uh, yeah. like if it's five like he said it's his favorite so i can see why he gives it five well if he I, didn't give it five i was gonna reel him for it yeah right <laughs> I, w- I would give it. I would go four. It's it's solid. It's a good place. Um, I'm not somebody who likes when places get overly busy. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. So we were we were there on Friday night. It was pretty. It was pretty. Like you could walk around. We were hanging. We had a whole table to ourselves. So it's not like we were like cramped like sardines in a can. But it was definitely busy. Okay. Um, so I would give it a solid four. Nice. Yeah, I'm the same way. If a place is like really packed, it's just yeah. not my deal. If it's yeah. busy, but you can move around. You can talk. Yeah. I'll go with that. So, sure, yeah. Awesome. So I think this is a really good kind of preview of how we're going to be approaching just these next yeah. few episodes. Yeah. Things we'll be tackling, uh, looking for, because this covers breweries, pizza, and patios. And yeah. don't you think, Paul, too, like doing it this way gives us more chance to dig into it yeah, and like for actually sure. explore it? It does, because we have, you know, we do have a list of suggestions we've been making that, you know, comes from you guys, the listeners, uh, and it's like, there's just so many places to try. So this gives us a chance to like really like, all right, we're going to sit down or go out and tackle 
these places. Let's pick places that we really want to go right. when it comes to pizza, patio, yeah. brewery. Yeah, for sure. So we're really excited um, about that. One of the things that we forgot to uh, mention before we talked about the patio at uh, Prosperity Social Club is what we look for in a good patio. Oh. Mm. You know, yeah. we're getting we're getting to summer now. Um, all the Cleveland restaurants that have patios are starting to open up. They're starting to get ready for the summer season. Um, Paul, you want to just go th- go through like what what you look for? It, you know. Any type of food and drink place could have a patio. So it could be a restaurant, it could be a deli, it could be a brewery, it could be just a standard bar, it could be a club, anything like that. Could yeah. have a patio. All right. So for me, um, I my biggest thing when I'm looking for a patio is I want a patio where I can relax. I t- you know if I'm going to a place that has a patio, especially if I'm seeking it out. I want to be able to sit and enjoy my time. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be overly loud, overly crowded. You know, I I can I want my my nice little bubble, my nice little space, and just enjoy my time there. You know, not feel rushed. Now, in the instance that I am in a place that's really packed and really busy, I use the patio as a form of escape <laughs> because I I get claustrophobic when it comes to that, and like it, the place starts getting stuffy. I need it to escape. So those are my primary reasons. Or primary things I look for in a patio, you know, can I just relax, or is there one that I can escape if things just start getting too, you know, busy, too yeah. hectic, and I can kind of step away from it. So, you know, that, awesome. that's for me, uh, Jordan. What do you? For me, it's all about layout and. No, let's um, just let's just let, let's just cut the crap right now. Vibes. For him, it's all about the vibes. Vibes. But that, that <laughs> he can, constitutes... He can, he, can, he, can, he can suffer through anything else if the vibes are good. That constitutes a good layout. Um, Either if it's on a lake or river, that's cool. If not, um, another home run. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Go home. I'm about to because the Rockets are coming on soon. Uh, but then another thing is I love lights. So I like to... <laughs> this guy. This guy. How dare you. I, li- I love to see like a, a lot of like lights strung around outside at night. That helps, that helps the vibes. So. Well, what do you know? The Indians bullpen. Giving up home runs. Great. Or is the scrubbiest of all the Astros right now? Hits a home run. Oh, yeah. I I, I echo both of you guys uh, on patios. Um, I just yeah, like like Paul said, I just like like it to be somewhere I could just go and relax. Uh, Collision Bend is one of my favorite patios in the, in the city. Um, one of the biggest reasons is because it's right on the river. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just love that. I love patios that have fireplaces. Um, outside Barrio oh, and Tremont yeah. as a, as that's a fireplace. A good, that's a really good. Just sit around, sit around a fire. Um, especially like once we get later in the summer, when it starts to get cooler at night, sun goes down. Mm. Um, that's definitely fun. Um, patios that play music while you're out there, whether it's on speakers or they'll have like some sort of live band yeah. or something like that. That's another fun. Yeah, um, that's cool. I've, been, I've definitely been to places that do that. Um, but yeah, I just looking for somewhere to relax and have a nice beverage. Yeah, maybe a Corona. A with Corona a, with a limon. Uh, Pacifico. A lime. A cerveza. You know what that is? Oh, that's Mexican for beer. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try. Um, I'm gonna try and like uh, slip that into every episode. I think that should be a cerveza. good thing we slip in. What? To every episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, it's getting late. In the episode. Oh, I'm to get a little hungry. Anyway, anyway with that, we're gonna start winding it down. Yeah. Hey, Winding's Jordan. Speaking of, 
why don't you slip in uh, some of these, some of these uh, uh, festivals and stuff? All right, so one preview. Here we are at the preview section, folks. Uh, the first off the land festival preview section. Dun, 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 dun. All right, uh, we're gonna start off with Edgewater again. This is the third week we've said this, but yeah, it's I mean, start. It's starting off. It's it's, it's a fun time. It's it deserves be, it. Yeah, it's it deserves so much it. fun. Edgewater every, Live is one of the yeah. fun, most fun things to do. It, it's every Thursday, you know. No longer be be dreading that Thursday's not Friday. It's Thursday, and Edgewater Live is going on. So head over to Edgewater Park and enjoy the time. It's uh, food trucks. You got local music. You got some drinks. You have everything you need. It's a little beach action. So Edgewater Live kicks off May thirty first. Yeah, the food trucks thing is so cool. That's they, one of the they, best. They parts. literally have food trucks on yeah. the beach. Yeah, mm, they line cool. up. Cool. Yeah, it's one of the best parts of it. Um, Greek Festival is coming up. It's in Tremont. It's this weekend, May 25 to 28. It's got food and pastries, which the pastries are Greek apparently pastries. really no, good. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been hearing. Oh, um, some baklava. You got, yeah, you got all that kind of stuff. You got games. You have rides. Uh, and they have like... If that's you're the in, one in Tremont, right? Yes, yeah. Because there, there are a few. Uh, true. This is the Tremont mm-hmm. one. If you're into like historical buildings and such, uh, they have a mass and church tour of, I think it's either one of the big churches down there or a couple of the churches in the mm, area. So okay. if you're into the history of the, the, the architecture in the area, that, that's really fun too. Um, they also have the most interesting Greek guy in the world, which is apparently some little... Uh, Greek guy? Yeah, it's like a Greek guy. I don't know. Yeah, it's like some contest or something. So go check that out. Um, you can. We'll we'll have links to all these festivals on our uh, on our post. But May twenty fifth to twenty eighth this weekend. Uh, Berea's National Rib Cook Off. We talked about this last week. It's this weekend. It's the largest rib cook off in the Cleveland area. There's music. There's activities. There's food, of course. Ribs. <laughs> there's craft drinks, craft brews. There's local music and DJs. It's fun for the whole family. Whatever age you are, you can go have a good time there because everybody likes to eat. So you can always enjoy that, even if you're not into the games and stuff. Uh, another interesting thing that I found that I think um, a lot of people might appreciate, it's called the Catch Meaning Festival. It's at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's uh, this Sunday, May 27th. That's the 27th, right? Yes, May, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, the proceeds support organizations that guide young adults in their journey to catch meaning and make a positive impact in the world around them. So you're paying about 25 oh, to 30, cool. yeah, 25 to 30 bucks a ticket. Here's the thing: it's supporting good causes. You can go to the website to find a list of all the things they support. But you know, the, idea, the, the basic idea is it's, it's supporting positive. Uh, organizations to, to, to impact uh, youth and, and give them kind of a purpose in their life to find a passion perhaps that they're interested in. Um, there are some bands. Uh, not too familiar with these bands, I'll be perfectly honest, but some of the bands that are going to be there are the Floozies, Ripe, Aaron Benjamin, the Vindies, some uh, Tri-C, some local uh, artists, and uh, some, some, some will go Malk up next, and the Butterfly Experiment. Um, if anything, it's just a fun thing to do on, a, on your extra week night weekend night that you have head down to the rock and roll hall of fame support some good causes enjoy some nice live music uh that's it for the festivals and events there's obviously more festivals and events coming up and please tell us of an event or festival that you know coming up and we'll preview it yeah mm-hmm. or even just uh um some like uh benefit event or something like that like yeah something that's just helping people mm-hmm. uh, we definitely want to profile uh that and bring more awareness to uh the good that's going on in the city 
not just places where we can go uh, get fat by eating food and get drunk by drinking beer. Yeah. So and we've made that clear too. We really <clears throat> want to support local movements. We want to support local nonprofits. We had Hannah on a few months ago and we can't wait to have another person who's working with nonprofits and such. So that's that's a big part of what we want to do. That's part of living off the land. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh so yeah. That uh we I think that covers everything, right? That's yeah. pretty much what. That's pretty yeah. much gonna do it for us. We had another one quick. We can just run through this. Is it apparently a paint your pet oh. at sibling rebel? Well, re- we could can't speak. Paint your pet. Well, that's, well, that's because it's spelled wrong. It, it's actually rivalry, and I kept yeah, I kept seeing rivalry. rivalry. So yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we could touch on it, but it's actually sold out. So oh, can't anymore. Oh well. So next year, maybe next year. So if you just real quick, I guess. Paint your pet like that's weird. Like you, you get to paint a picture. No, of your I pet. think you paint a picture. Oh, of your pet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, I was literally thinking I was gonna take a brush and just paint on Champ. Nope. Oh nope. my gosh! Wow. I am. Nope. Yeah. I, Actually, wow. maybe that's why. Like, Goodness I wonder how many gracious. people are gonna go there and be just disappointed. Yeah, like, wait, actually, I, yeah, bring their pet. Wait, I can't, like, okay. I can't paint my pet. Wait, I can't do this. This is not water-based paint. I can't do that. That'll harm the dog. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I uh, can't believe I just did that. So maybe next year, I uh, it is a sold-out event. So how dare you? you know, if you already have your ticket, you already, you already well, know. Well, Sibling this. has a lot of events like this, There's too, all kinds so of things. Go to the website. And that's another, that's another brewery with a patio. We will definitely be reviewing that, Sibling uh, soon. That we mm-hmm. want to go to. They're a good place. Do they have food at Sibling? They have food trucks. Food trucks. Every Ooh. night they have a food. Well, every big night they have a yeah, food. Yeah, no, that's right. Because actually, that's what I've been yeah. noticing a lot. It'll be proper pig at Sibling or right. just, it, yeah. just name a yeah. restaurant yeah. or a food truck. Yeah, It'll yeah. be So you can absolutely sure. eat food. So. Nice. All right. Uh, awesome. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, we will be back again next week, as always. Come to you uh, once a week, usually on Friday mornings. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have this posted for your driving to work uh, or as you get in the office and get ready for your Friday. Uh, please, uh, like I said before, follow us on social media, uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Living Off the Land Pod, and on Twitter at L O T L Podcast Two One Six. And uh, as we said, also we're still working on the website, getting that uh, all squared away. We'll have that hopefully soon for you guys. Uh, we're gonna do some written content, some stuff around the city that. Um, we'll probably do some reviews. Some of the stuff we talk about, we'll put that in writing as well. Uh, just in case you can't listen, you can read it. Um, so uh, be on the lookout for that soon. And uh, we will be back, like I said, next week. And we'll be talking some more uh, some more sports. Uh, we will know who's going to play in the NBA Finals. So yeah. <laughs> uh, if it's not the Cavs, then uh, you probably we're not going to talk about it. So, um, <clears throat> But also, uh, the Browns are... Uh, slowly but surely ramping up. So, um, you know, maybe we'll talk about OTAs and stuff uh, next week. But um, thanks for uh, checking in. Uh, As you noticed at the beginning, I did not introduce Jimmy. Uh, He is not with us right now. He is down in Florida, that lucky SOB, sitting on a beach and uh, loving every minute of it. So, Jimmy, shout out. We'll see you back. Uh, I don't know when he's going to be back. Maybe he might not be back next week. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, for Paul and Jordan this week, no Jimmy. Uh, I'm Dan. We are living off the land, and we will catch you guys next time. 
Good night, everybody. Thanks. Take care. Adios, amigos and amigas. Oh,